Like, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave that as the knowing Jason, he's gonna leave it in there. Uh, and and we are back with part two of our game awards coverage episode. We got a little ahead of ourselves and wouldn't shut up, and that has led to this being split up into two different parts. I like Blibio blames, yeah. And we signed off with a banger last time with VR VR? games. So uh, for those who were probably confused by everything I'm saying right now, please go back and listen to our first part. Will we? Uh... I guess you really don't have to, but you should. Yeah, it's if a good you're episode. like me, you just cut right to the game of the year part, and this is the podcast. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Yeah. No intro. No introduction of anything. Yeah. Well, actually, no. I guess I should say that this is hot button. I'm Randall Beatrice, Austin Blakesley. Yeah, yeah. Chris Anatuano. It's me. <laughs> Remember that bit a year ago. <laughs> Uh, so, so we're gonna we're gonna get right back into it Where with the, a punch. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck am I in this goddamn script? Best who, action game. Yeah, who likes genres? They're fucking arbitrary, and yet you know we gotta do it. Yeah. So, and there's only four of them. Yeah. Action, action adventure, RPG, and racing. You forgot strategy. Oh, strategy and fighting. God, too. My and favorite fighting. genre. That really, because that's the genre that I don't know anything about. Because I'm a dumb, dumb, dumb. No, I used to play strategy games a lot, just less so these days because I'm impatient and don't have time. Yeah, they are time consuming. <laughs> so yeah, let's roll. First up, as Chris mentioned, is action game. Not vague at all, right? <laughs> no. This so is... what does this involve? Action. <laughs> action. This is for the best game it's in the games with no adventure in them. Oh, <laughs> because there's an action adventure category. So These are the ones without. There's adventure. no adventure in the last nominee for this game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I... God, this is for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. We got Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus. Gears what? <laughs> all games First that all, are the same, only right? Only three of these games belong in this category. Oh, Probably Gears, yeah. Devil May Cry, and Call of Duty. Yeah, that, that's what I would say. Well, a- Astral Chain Anthem. is also a character action game. What? You know. Metro it, Exodus. Did you say what about Anthem? <laughs> Said they left out Anthem. Yeah, we, we forgot <laughs> yeah, that for did. we forgot that for community support and Snub, ongoing game. Snubs Anthem for sure for game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> first of all, you spoiled that Anthem is not nominated for game of the year. <laughs> first of all, a couple gripes, obviously. All these other things, and the division definitely got snubbed in fucking action. Wow, that category. didn't get action game because it You're was right. still a good game. It, is, yeah. it was a lot of fun. The campaign, for what it's worth, the twenty some plus hours I played, well worth the nomination for action game. That's fair. I'm actually surprised to and see that. Metro Exodus is literally the, it's an the textbook game. definition yeah. of an adventure. <laughs> I know. You get on a train. Yeah. You go okay. from place no, to place. No, it's a first-person game where you have a gun, so it's automatically... With four bullets. That uh, yeah. doesn't count as a fucking <laughs> I, I shooter I agree. Game. That's what broke Can it for me. somebody explain to me, not to get ahead of ourselves, but why yeah. Sekiro is action-adventure and Devil May Cry is action? Uh, <laughs> Here's why. Here's why. Ready? One I'll describe has, it to you. Has metal music. I'll in describe it. to you its sound effects. Action game. <laughs> Devil May Cry. Okay. Action adventure game. Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. That sounds pretty well, actually. That's the difference between action, adventure, and action. Yeah, he's right. Is how fast the sounds come incrementally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so so I'm going to go first, because fuck you guys. I can't believe that I'm doing this to myself, but I am actually going to choose a Gears game over a Metro game. I personally found Exodus very disappointing, which is a shame because I loved those previous games. Stop making games so big and so hard. They don't all need to be open world. The previous two in that series were great because they were such small directed linear experiences and based off a book where things needed to happen. Like, you know, like it's just, yeah, yeah, they're, they're very focused. And even though Gears 5 also has unnecessary open world shit in it, it's fucking split screen co-op and that doesn't exist anymore. The whole campaign, real multiplayer, real fucking cooperative fucking couch fucking multiplayer. Multiplayer, if you're going to describe games by sound effects, both of us should make swiping sounds at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And with three people, like... Fuck the couch. It is is maddening to me how rare this is. I just want to hang out in the same room with my fucking friends and just like when we were when we were kids and chill together and shoot stuff. This is action, not sports. You said Madden. I said maddening. Whatever. God damn it. But it's great. We maddening. Each... Is that a Madden game leak or something? Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, each, we, we each get a screen and the game looks still looks pretty and runs just fine. Maybe next generation will fucking figure that shit out again, but probably not. We'll focus on stupid ray tracing and then everything will stutter yeah. for it. I can't I wait. I love frame rate drops. Dude, you don't understand. With the Scarlet, we are doing things you've never seen before in games. <laughs> You're going to eradicate a little times. I personally think that Devil May Cry or Apex will win between those two. So, I, I obviously here's my played. personal pick. Well, yeah. Hold on, I have to disagree with Randall since he made a point. This is my personal pick. <laughs> <laughs> is that Devil Trigger? Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go first because I want to disagree with Randall. Is it um, about Metro? It is absolutely about Metro. Metro is one of the few open world games I got into this year. Exodus? Uh, yeah. Okay. And played did, you a lot pl- of... did you play the other two? I remember texting you guys one day because they were both on Game Pass. They still uh, are, 2033 I think. and what's the uh, other one? Last Light. Last Light. Yeah. Um, and I asked which one I should play first. I don't remember which one you suggested. I said 20. You should play 2033 first. I played whichever one you both suggested first, and I enjoyed it. It was really fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think Exodus is the evolution of your close quarters underground, you're coming above ground, the world opens up. It's both metaphorically and narratively Maybe, makes yeah. sense. I got into it. It's fucking cool. It's scary. It's fucking hard. It's annoying, but in like a good way sometimes with the ammo capture. There the are last things... two parts were what broke it for me, man. I, I, sp- yes. I, I would play the game for two hours, make no progress, and find four bullets, and then I was like, I, I... did not play it as an open world game. I played it kind of like how I played Tomb Raider. You have a map. And you just do the things you want to do. It is very... The open world is similar to, like, yes. Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow. Uh, it's, yeah. it's instance open world. I've never played a fucking shooter open world game where if you go into an area and start killing people and you get the upper hand, the rest will surrender. I've never played a game where that's a fucking element. Mm. And that is very, very cool. It is cool to have people realize they're beat by you and surrender. Don't and don't get me wrong. That is, that's a stupid I, little element. But I don't it's want just to talk to. That... I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be too fucking hard on on Exodus because like I eat that world up with a spoon. Absolutely. Like I, I just love cool. the way love it looks. The, the makeshift. Gun, I know it's like the way it's you gotta fucking charge it up and shit. Yeah, yeah like I, I really like that shit. I just found it impenetrable, which is weird. Like my gaming time is limited, and like At- I. 
every hey, I understand yeah, that completely. And I was like, yeah. I've had three sittings in a row where I didn't make progress, and I was like, God damn it! And exactly. then I bounced off. I it. played it for like thirty plus hours, yeah. so it's like I put in fucking. Meanwhile, Metro One and Two, you could probably beat in ten hours. Yeah, they like were each. both like Call yeah. of Duty, classic Call of Duty. Yeah, games. yeah. With that said, they, their story and and stuff was I in can't the pick Call of Duty but, because I'd been there, done that ten years ago. Plus, Call of Duty. Oh, um, Call of Duty was nominated. Yeah, I beat that campaign. Fuck that thing. Yeah, my personal pick Metro because it doesn't appear it's appearing here it's the most different of everything on this list and it's a game I actually thoroughly enjoyed and played a lot what I think is going to win Devil May Cry is my vote okay you know what I'm going (laughs) to I'm actually going to say I don't know if I want to vote for Devil May Cry or Apex for what I think will win between the two I'd prefer Devil May Cry to win let me actually talk about it yeah okay alright sorry get into it get into it it's not a series that I am a fan of you like you like either. DMC though. Me either. I loved DMC, which is yeah, and, not a Devil May Cry game. Yeah, and so officially, like, canonly, I was just like, <laughs> I don't really feel like playing Devil May Cry Five. And then it was on Game Pass one day, and I was like, you know oh, what? All hell, Game Pass, man. I'll play it, and it is the best one of those type of games I have played in a very long time. I know it's been a long time since I played the that type art, of game. Yeah, same it's here. phenomenal. That I liked because I used to like Devil May Cry. Yeah. That engine is. Oh, the, you know what? All right, he pointed out that it's on the RE engine. Now I vote for Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking the voice acting is really good. The writing is so fucking stupid in the best. <laughs> like Mortal Kombat way. 11. Yes. All right. I was not expecting to like that game because I am not a fan of Devil May Cry, and it is a phenomenal video game. So. All right, all right, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm uh, my personal. What I think will win. Wait, you don't think Devil May Cry will win? I'm gonna say what I think will win. I'm gonna say Gears. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good. That's a good pick. It's weird because in my eyes, Gears didn't make the biggest splash, but just the fact that me, you, and a friend of ours are all split screen playing it together is what makes it my personal pick. But yeah. I, I'm the inverse of you, and in that I think Devil May Cry will take it. Okay. Next category is confusingly action slash adventure game. Yes. So just to, <laughs> once again to reiterate, this is less frequent attack noises. <laughs> well, kind of, considering some of these. So this is for the best action slash adventure game combining combat with traversal puzzle solving. The nominees are Borderlands 3, right. Control, you know, neither of those action games, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, the Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. All right. Well, I don't like remakes, so that gets rid of Zelda and Resident Evil for me. <coughs> Fuck you. No, I like remakes, but not for being awarded. Yeah, sure. I mean, Sekiro was the game that everyone loved when it came out and then forgot about it because there is such a thing of too much Dark Souls. Yeah. But I get it. If... I don't know. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, that's practically a remake, too. <laughs> I'm they're kidding, all, they're all practically a, a refined <laughs> version of Demon Souls. That's true. Well, it, it, well I'm, and it's funny because Borderlands Three is essentially like where to left off in terms of gameplay. Oh yeah, it is absolutely the same game. They couldn't have done that better. Yeah. Which is why action adventure. I think Borderlands is gonna win. That's, yeah. that's my pick for the win. Personally, I don't know. Maybe Borderlands. To be honest. Okay. Personally, I had a lot of fun with I mean, of, of these six, I'd say that that's definitely the one you played the most, yeah. Yeah. It's between that and Sekiro, personal, but I, I, I definitely say Borderlands is going to win. That's my pick. What do you think, Austin? I have no fucking idea what's going to win, <laughs> And for personal, as much as it absolutely pains me <gasps> to say, 
It is not Borderlands 3. Is um, it what I, I was think it is? I was very disappointed in that. It is a toss-up between Resident Evil 2's remake and Death Stranding, but I'm not all the way through Death Stranding. Hopefully by the time the awards happen and we do that episode, I might update this with That's getting true, more through yeah. Death Stranding. But right now I'm going to say Resident Evil 2 Remake because to Chris's point about it being a remake, it is a the definition of a remake in that it is a completely new game. Yeah. It is. This is what a remake should be. I have never be. played Resident Evil 2, the original. I have. Right. I only played the remake. Yeah. It is arguably the best Resident Evil game ever made. Mm. Seven is also up there. That's my favorite. Yeah. But I, yeah. It is. It's fucking fun. I played, I mentioned on the last week's episode that I played Resident Evil 4 for the first time this year. I did that because of how much I liked the remake of 2. 2 is better. It is and better. I love 4. It is better. Uh, your roommate is I, upstairs playing 2 right now. <laughs> I would argue that I might like the Resident Evil 2 remake more than Dead Space. And I've always said Holy shit. that Dead Space was my favorite Resident Evil game. <laughs> but I liked the remake right. that much. So. I'm going to go personally for the Resident Evil 2 remake. What do you think and is going to win? Since I don't know, I'm going to vote with my heart and give my prediction to RE2 remake as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So listen to my episode about Resident Evil if you want to hear me glow about that. But my choice with the bullet here is also Resi 2. I do know that it's kind of a remake. Same with Zelda. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel like it perfectly aligns with that summary. But the, the mechanics are all redone. They are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. they have to be. They have yeah. to be, yeah. yeah. But but I just more meant, like, combat feels great. The puzzles are fun. You familiarize yourself with the environment all while progressing the story. Resident Evil 2 is a goddamn adventure game through and through. It is the description but of this thing, category. Like, if they did the Legend of Zelda thing and this was just, like, the RE1 remake where it's just, like, up-res and stuff, yeah. I don't really like those games, so I wouldn't even be talking about it I like those, right too. <laughs> I know you do, yeah. but... But, like, that's the thing is, like, I don't like Resident Evil 1 that much, but, like, this is... My soul. Honestly, yeah. it is the pinnacle of It's that It's how games should be modernized in yes, terms of a remake. absolutely. Yeah. If, if Randy's voting for Resident Evil 2 Remake, I'm going to change my answer Ooh. to Death Stranding. Yeah? For your vote. It's going to be controlled, and we're prediction. all going to feel like dipshits. Yeah, so will the fucking people who gave the award away. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing control as an adventure is is to adventure in how to infuriate me. <laughs> That's what that's an adventure in. It is funny because like control is an action third person shooter. Like Yeah, there's puzzle solving, right? Yeah, the puzzle why I bothered fucking installing. Like you know it. that puzzle where they have <laughs> I just wanted to use that joke. It's not control. that bad. No, I know it's really that is not that bad. I just yeah. like that puzzle where they have the glowing box and then the glowing hole in the wall and you gotta throw the glowing box in the glowing hole. <laughs> That was a puzzle. Uh, right. Yeah. Can I read the nominees for this category? All right. Wait for which one? The, <laughs> the next. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait. Is this the um, the best Outer Worlds? Wait. Uh, what? No. Okay. Is that RPG? Yeah. Next? Okay. <laughs> so our next category is best RPG. All right. The nominees are Disco Elysium. Wait. Hold on. You, you got to read the description. Oh yeah. Here. You read the description. All right. For the best game designed with rich. Player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Holy shit, that just reminded me that there's no WoW Classic on here. That's actually really yeah, surprising. talk about snubs. We'll <laughs> Alright, sorry, it. no, alright, Chris, get into it. These are the only ones that are the nominees. <laughs> Disco Elysium. Uh-huh. Final Fantasy fourteen, mm -hmm. Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, and The Outer Worlds. And uh, that's you, it. You, you Nobody else. Uh, Chris, no, no think, other game I think you missed me. one. No, no, this is very important. The random about to have because you skipped Kingdom Hearts three. And how the 
fuck. Has somebody does who not was, deserve uh, an award. That's why I skipped. More like Kingdom Shards. Who was excited <laughs> for that game before it came out? How the fuck are you gonna put Kingdom Hearts three on this list and not Wow fucking classic? I'm sorry. It's, uh, I understand yeah, I the whole remake thing or whatever. It's just an old game. Yeah. But like, but Resident Evil got an award. Zelda's been nominated for two fucking awards. I know. <laughs> How the fuck? How the fuck are you? You know what? Put fucking WoW. There was no new WoW expansion. It's still better than fucking retail WoW. It's still better than Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> you know what else? Slay the Spire is technically an RPG. I was wondering that too, yeah. Go fuck yourself, Jeff go with, the, go with the classic rocket-propelled grenade weapon platform developed by whoever made that. That deserves a fucking award over the goddamn Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, despite the fact that I believe that... I think that... we should let it go. <laughs> you like that, Jeff? All right, sorry, continue. <laughs> despite the fact that I believe The Outer Worlds is uh, the best game here and the best RPG that I have played in a while, I assume you guys feel similarly about this list of five games, only five. I got a problem with Monster Hunter World Iceborne being on here also. You that's mean expansion. more like a fucking expansion pack? If you're not going to put Hunter, I'm sorry, I know a lot of you people like it. I've said it before on the podcast and I stand by it. I do not like it. I think it stinks. <laughs> I, like I stand by the fact that Lost Planet 1 is the best Monster Hunter game. <laughs> I like Monster Hunter, but if you're going to put Iceborne on here... For the longest time we were going through these categories, I was like, I guess the Destiny expansion and shit like that aren't on here because they're expansions. Sure. But, like, how are you going to put best action game... How are you going to put Astral Chain in there and not Destiny and then have Monster Hunter Iceborne? Yeah. I think I just find it funny that Outer Worlds is also paired up against these other games that aren't up for Game of the Year. It's like when Up was nominated for Best Animated Film and Best Picture at the Oscars that one year. It's like, gee, I wonder what's going to win the first category. Like, There's not even an Up world in uh, the <laughs> no. So my pick and my bet are both Outer Worlds. And if either of you guys don't think the same, you're insane. Yeah, I mean, Outer Worlds obviously is Personal the best Personal pick RPG. without question, Outer Worlds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I think's going to win... Like, I don't like RPGs, and I loved Outer Worlds from what I played so far, so gets my vote with a bullet. And I'm not trying to be hard on Final Fantasy XIV either, but I think it's I think it's funny that it's paired up against these. It doesn't need awards to be incredibly It's already successful. successful. <laughs> it's also weird to me that Final Fantasy XIV is on here and not Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers or whatever it's called. That's what I thought that they would do. Yeah, the me too. Is not, I no, the, the game is not from this year. year, Yeah, but the expansion is. The expansion is, I'm going to go ahead and say that my personal pick is Outer Worlds and just to stick it to Randy. You fuck. I'm going to say that my heart will break and Monster Hunter... I thought you were going to say Kingdom Farts. You think uh, you think Iceborne is really going to get... You know what? Am Maybe. I am I trying to win or am I trying to be... Uh, you know what? Outer Worlds is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way around it. Damn it. If that's the case, I threw away a vote on the Subway sandwich. <laughs> I really hope Disney Plus 3 doesn't win, but I think Outer Worlds is going to win. Yeah. And that's also my personal vote. <laughs> Next up is fighting games. <laughs> Can I read the categories? Can I do Chris's joke again? Because okay. there's only one sure. answer for this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. Read the description. All right. For the best in punchy, punchy, kick, kick. Wait. Uh, <laughs> this is for the best designed primarily around head-to-head -head combat. Okay. Austin? And the nominees for best fighting game are <laughs> I know Dead or Alive 6, uh -huh. Mortal Kombat 11, yeah. and Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> it's so weird that they only well, nominated only three. Huh? Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> You wait, you forgot about that Stadia launch title. Samurai Showdown? Yeah. I said Mortal Kombat 11. 
Oh, yeah. They gave Samurai Showdown away for free with Stadia. They did. Because nobody cares. But what about that game Naruto is in? Um, oh, yeah, Jump Force. Just because you Jump. don't like anime doesn't mean other I, people don't. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to our friend Andrew. Yeah, I, talk, I actually was going to, to bring him up. We talked to him about this. Friend this and listener of the podcast. is laughable. Yeah. Because there was a game that came out designed by a couple fighting game veterans called Fantasy Strike, which yeah. is a very good fighting game. From what I hear, I haven't played it. He has played a ton of it, and I trust his opinion on the matter, so... Yeah. And I have played Drum Force. You guys watched me create a character in it. Oh, yeah, uh, It is shit. Stupid? Oh, okay. It is a garbage fucking game. <laughs> and this is coming from somebody who likes, like, five of the franchises included yeah. in that game. They can go fuck themselves <laughs> for, for, literally, for, well, like... Well, that was the funny thing. I think uh, Andrew also pointed out that even that Power Rangers... The Power uh, Rangers fighting game also. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was apparently Which a, a lot very of good fighting game. Into for a bit there. Hmm. Uh, so, okay. I'm going to have to explain this, okay? What? I wonder which one you're going to vote for. Well, no, that's why I'm going to have to explain myself here. Mm-hmm. I think Smash Brothers is by far the best game here. And we'll also absolutely have a fucking Smash icon tattooed on my leg. <laughs> that being said, though, part that's of what... weird. I have a Jump Force tattoo on my ass. <laughs> yeah, he missed it out. Yeah, that's, I do regret getting when we all went to get yeah. my Samurai Showdown tattoo. <laughs> part of what makes that game, though, feel so special to me is that it transcends other fighters, right? Like, it's not just for pros. It's a fun party game for people of all different skill levels and backgrounds. And the way it controls basically led to it kind of creating its own genre. Yeah. But in the spirit of the category... I'm actually going to go against myself and choose Mortal Kombat 11 so that maybe it will get something that night. Your prediction? Yeah, because although Smash is up for Game of the Year as well, it seems likely that it will take this and I will cheer the fuck out of that too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Because I guess I should have specified before and maybe in our previous episode that Smash Ultimate technically came out in December of last year, disqualifying it for the 2018 Game Awards show. And now having it eligible for this year's, which will, of course, lead to some confusion when we get to our last category. This is also the same reason why Jedi Fallen Order and the new Pokemon weren't able to be in contention either for anything at this show. Or Shenmue 3, as you said. Yeah, Shenmue 3. (laughs) I can't wait to get a second job. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, you know, Smash for me, but uh, I'm going to say Mortal Kombat. Your prediction is Mortal Kombat? I don't know, man. Like, it's it's like Mortal Kombat. Or your personal choice is Mortal Kombat. Well, Mortal Kombat is more of a fighting game, but... Smash is more of a... There's a fantastic Smash Brothers meme that I saw going around, which is... It's like a shower handle, and it just says, Smash players can't turn this on because they don't know how to I do... I saw that! Like, what is it? Quarter <laughs> circle? Circle back! Quarter yeah. circle! That was a meme um, that, came from, uh, oh, that's good. that came from Terry being put in Smash because he has inputs. He does. Yeah. Just I like thought Ryu. Ken and Ryu did, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Just for my own personal thing, I am absolutely trash at fighting games Mm -hmm. i don't like them because i get overwhelmed i don't get having to put in a number of things i'll fucking (laughs) snipe you all day long in halo buddy see me on the fucking (laughs) battlefield Mm. but i can't for some reason get into like the motions of being able to understand how to counter and keep up and not get behind to end up just button mashing yeah with that said (laughs) i am relatively mediocre at smash brothers i've even won a couple games at your house with like fucking eight people games 
games. Like, yeah. it's a game where like somebody like me who is not incredible fighting games can feel like they're decent. Th- at that's it. why. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's so great. It's like the fact that this has a presence at Evo and a place in my drunken family room. Fucking is what, and it's is, not just that. Yeah. I can do that and I can fucking have fun and win games, but I can go to a tournament and people can just slaughter me because <laughs> it also has the ability to become an incredibly competitive. Yeah, hell, game. we fucking hosted a Smash tournament as part of our personal. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we have. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate Personal and vote for win too. All right. I'm gonna say personal Smash. Then I'm, again, but I think it's gonna be more. I do Kombat. like fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I like Mortal it's Kombat cool. a lot. It's got it's got spectacle. Yeah. It's an incredible yeah. fucking game. It's an incredible <laughs> series. It's going strong for a long time. Yeah. I'm, gonna I'm say, all about that hyper-violence. It's fine. I'm going to say that my personal choice is Smash Brothers, and I'm going to say that I think Jump Force. <laughs> <laughs> no, I th- I'm going to go with Chris, and I'm going to say Smash as well for, okay. my, for my prediction. Now, right. wh- now, I think the reason I like Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, out of like the highest, most known fighting game, Street Fighter, and I guess whatever, what are the other, like the some of the anime ones, the people like Blaze Blue and a couple other, like the really Blaze Blue. Blaz Blue, isn't Blaz it? Blaz Blue, yeah, whatever. Blue. <laughs> I think Mortal Kombat Guilty Gear. is the most Guilty yeah. Gear is mm-hmm. the most accessible to of also casual yeah. players. It's a yes. little more melodic. It's kind of it's slower. The inputs are a lot simpler. The yeah. inputs are simpler. Mortal Kombat isn't a combo game. It's like a move game, kind of like yeah. Smash. It's a flow game. It's a yeah, flow game. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I can actually be pretty good at Mortal Kombat. That's because yeah. I like Mortal Kombat because you can play a little bit more defensively. These um, are like two of my two favorite fighting games probably ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, so, they're really up there for me. It's tough, but I'm going to have to edge it out and give it to Smash. Like, yeah, that's fair. It's, it's just so fucking that, good. Well, that's why yeah. I said this Smash cat- Ultimate is just absolutely I know. Incredible it's such game. a celebration of just all things games. Like That's, that's why it's, like, it's weird to talk about a 2018 game because it's like Mortal Kombat would clearly take it if it was just strictly the releases that came out this year. Oh, but yeah. That's just not how this award show works. No, so. It's hard It's hard to beat Smash. Speaking yeah. of Nintendo... Yeah, let's get into let's the, get uh, into the, the n- Nintendo, Nintendo Award. Nintendo award. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is for Best Family Game uh, or for the best game appropriate for family irrespective of genre or platform. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. <sighs> Alright. We got uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, mm-hmm. Ring Fit Adventure, okay. Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. I wonder what they do as a company, right? I will say, even Jeff joked about it when he read them off. It was pretty funny. But yeah, I'm voting for Smash, obviously. It's the best game, and it warms my heart to see parent friends of mine show that game to their kids. Um, Bob is you was snubbed. Yeah. For family game? I think so. Do you think kids could? I think so, yeah. Maybe. At least the first couple levels. I think your kid would be I'm gonna a genius. Go, I'm going to go off game. of a thing here and say that what the golf in the giant bomb yeah. they were talking Vinny was talking about playing that with his son. I think that's totally. a good family game. I think so yeah, too. That's probably a good Was um, Trials this year? It was. That was bad though. Uh, I know. I just uh, I think what, Trials Trials is hard as shit. It trials? is hard as shit, but kids do like the like What's the, the simple one physics or evolution fusion? Fusion. I think that's No, the that best was trials. after, no, after evolution. evolution. Yeah. Maybe evolution is the best. Evolution is the best. Trials evolution, Trials fusion. Trials of the Blood Dragon, Trials Frontier, and then Trials, the one whatever the new far, one is. The, the yeah, Evolution is phenomenal. Yeah. But no, like, I, I think untitled it's Untitled Goose Game? Yeah, untitled, yeah untitled Goose yeah. Game is also like snubbed. A family game. I, I agree. The only reason I'm talking about Smash is because, like, I'm not going to specify, you know, specific names here, but, like, my friends that do have kids, their kids getting to see, like, Mario and Pikachu in the same game is, like, magical to them. Yeah. Just like it was for me when the first Smash Brothers came out in 98. So, like, I just think it's funny that, like, meanwhile, like, Elsewhere in the world, you know, people are just throwing down in that fucking game, and I find that great. It's weird. It's <laughs> weird to me. Like Austin. Mario Maker is a weird choice. 
choice. I've That's pl- a weird choice because that game is. I've played that game, and even the the levels Nintendo the made for ones. it are not kid friendly. They're hard. They're hard. Yeah. It's a hard game. It's yeah. a, I think the culture around that I game... I grew up playing Mario games, and that's Yeah, hard. well, I think, I think what that game is is a game for people who like making platformer levels, and it's just set in a Mario universe because Mario is probably one of the most functional side scroller platforms right, uh, yeah. to create your own world and with mechanics and shit like that. I don't think it's kid-friendly at all, which is strange. Just because it's aesthetically kid-friendly doesn't mean it's mechanically kid-friendly. I agree. Uh, also, Yoshi's Crafted World. Everyone forgot whatever, about that whatever. game. Whatever. Yeah. Luigi's well, Mansion 3 at least like has the... It has that co-op has mode Luigi, that, yeah, that people... Which Luigi's, is not kid-friendly. No. Luigi. <laughs> no. Luigi's. Come, yeah. Luigi. <laughs> I think Sorry. the Nintendo's like they don't update Mario Maker enough, despite the fact that it's now on a platform where people actually care about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in my hat for. Do you think kids from are pl- what I, from what I've played of Ring Fit? Do you think kids are playing Ring Fit? It's simple enough that I think you could. Family get... game doesn't necessarily mean kid game. All right, so. all right. like you, you like, can't trick me into working out. <laughs> yeah, like putting that cutesy little thing in front of like being active. I think that's the most noble thing Nintendo's done in a while. Yeah, I don't really have a personal choice here because I don't think Smash Brothers really plays into family. Games. I don't. Well, yeah, maybe not. I'm choosing Smash because you know, obviously, I personally like it the most. But I, I think the judges will probably go for Luigi's Mansion. That's my vote. That's my yeah. pick for vote. I was gonna say it's, my pick it's more for what tied I think to the category. Going to be voted is Luigi's Mansion, which that or Yoshi's Crafted World because I think it's just kind of like that's a very just simple kind of game. in there. Yeah, I mean, I. Guess Get it? Like, I mean, I have I heard Luigi's Mansion. I have takes. heard Luigi's Mansion is very good. To be fair, absolutely. My roommate streamer. Oh, uh, is, is he playing Luigi's last, Mansion right uh, now? Last episode, I'll give him another one. Mr. Apparently Bob Dobbs. He's playing Luigi's Mansion. He had they, a lot of and and also it. that's a very topical game, and like mm-hmm. it's yeah. So I'm gonna throw it out there. Personal pick and prediction is Ring Fit, just to be different. Sure. I probably would have picked Luigi's Mansion, but I'm just just to try to be different. I'm gonna say Ring Fit. I All think, right. I think that is a uh, safe bet. No, I think Luigi's Mansion is more of a safe bet. I just think that like what they did with that game is actually it, I, it's, I scoffed it's a, at it's, it when it was announced, and after playing it, I was yeah. like, "This is you did some work here." And I'm it's actually, a fucking workout. Yeah, and I'll say that much. So let's do the Randall needs help category because I don't play these kinds of games anymore. Sorry, you said that wrong. The Randall and Austin need help category. Oh, okay, sorry. Because I don't, I've not played any of these. Yeah, games. best strategy game or the best game focused on real time or turn-based strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. Our choices are. Age of Wonders Planetfall. No fucking clue. You never heard of that? No. Anno yeah. 18- made by the same people that made fucking Big Space Game that I like. I can't. Star Citizen. <laughs> Not Star Citizen. <laughs> I, I don't even fucking... Stellaris. Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> Stellaris. Oh. That makes sense. Anno 1800. No clue. Sure. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Sure. Which we have a lot of friends very deep into that. Total War Three Kingdoms. They like that number. Tropico Six. And Wargroove. I'm not super familiar with that last one either, but people apparently seem to like it. You don't know about Wargroove? No. Wargroove is well, no, I know of it, but I just love I've never. Wargroove. Do you? Okay, so Chris, I was going to say. Is, it's, it's, um... I was going to ask what your opinion is with these, because I know you're a Total War guy. Did you play Three Kingdoms? No, I have not. I just recently, in the last couple of years, got a computer that can run video games. Okay. <laughs> so it's like I'm now getting to play things that I could finally play on PC. Strategy games are obviously best built for PC. Um, yeah. Paradox is the name of the studio that yes, uh, that makes Age of Wonders. They're um, a pretty wackadoo studio. They are. There's Paradox a, is the publisher. Yes, the publisher. But, oh, that's the publisher? 
Okay. They, um, I don't know if Triumph did Stellaris, but Paradox is just, they publish fucking strategy games. Like, that's yeah. pretty much their wheelhouse. Right. So, I didn't play Age of Wonders, but it looks, uh, I debated buying it, like, ten times. Okay. Because I really like Paradox games, historically, but yeah. I didn't look like I would have been into the combat system. Total War does not change. It has aesthetic changes and minor gameplay changes, but the general function of the game has stayed the well, same. Usually it's like different civilizations years. and time periods. So I was so, like, yeah, I, I don't know what Three Kingdoms where that um, takes place. I believe place Three Kingdoms is Chinese or Japanese aesthetic, and okay. it's or I'm pretty sure it's like Chinese dynasties. I'd have to look it up to be exact okay. because it's actually, if you're interested and you listen to this episode somehow tomorrow, a bunch of Total War <laughs> games assembly games are on Steam sale right now. I, I know um, Tropico Six because it has a cigar chomping Fidel Castro as like their yeah. Real, all right, real quick, this is War Groove. Oh, and get to the combat. Advance Wars, kind of like? Not like. It is Advance Wars. It is Advance Wars? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Advance Wars. So It actually is Advance Wars. It is an almost copy of Advance Wars. Well, I guess Nintendo would make it... Oh, my God, it's Advance Wars. Yep. Yes, but it is very good. Okay, Okay. sure, sure, sure. Um, War Groove is my personal pick, absolutely, on this. I played a lot of it. It's a lot of fun. It's very fucking well made. It feels like Advanced Wars, but it's actually refined. Like, it has a lot of streamlined things, I think. And it's on Game Pass. I think... uh, Is it really? mm -hmm. I think your average gamer could get into War Groove understand the concept and have a lot of fun with it across the board and okay. i think that's something that a lot of strategy games have learning curves that are tough they to get do, into yeah. and also it's just like not a lot of people like them because it's but it's cool because they have a nice competitive element like obviously some of the most competitive games in the world are strategy yeah. games like it, well, it's, it's funny i used to be shit. a big strategy game guy when i was a kid i played a lot of command and conquer and age of empires and yeah. then i just you know my time I mean, became a little more limited but they are time-consuming games. Uh, I mean, absolutely. My but. my personal votes for Framblem, just because our friends seem to like it a lot, and the way they described it, it like very passionately. Like, I'm gonna I pay am, a forward for him, and I think I the winner s- will be that too. I think. I'm gonna say it's the most story-focused. I'm one gonna of these. say my personal pick is Wargroove. A, it's the only one I played. But okay. B, also, I think personally that it would be hilarious if. Intelligent systems refused to make an Advance Wars game, and they, then somebody they came along. Oh, and made one and, and then made beat them, one and then beat them at their own game. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fair. And I think that's what Wargroove kind of, yeah. does. Absolutely. Exactly. So I think it would be hilarious if somebody copied their other franchise and beat them. But I do think okay. I think Fire, Fire Emblem is my prediction for All right. sure. Unfortunately, Fire Emblem might be my prediction too, just because of its notoriety. But yeah. I don't think it deserves it. Fire Emblem's been—I don't know if Total War deserves it either, because they've also from kind what of, I hear, from what I hear, Three Houses any, is if, a if lot if more any involved. If yeah. are listening and want to correct me, this actually probably deserves to be in best narrative way more than yeah. I was surprised to see that too. Game, yeah, it, it's yeah. very un-Nintendo-like to be so narrative-focused. Yes. Fire Emblem is probably their. If you were to go straight overall functionality, strategy game, grand scale, it'd probably be Age of Wonders or Total War, but I think Fire Emblem is going to take it. Fire Emblem? Yeah, just I, out of popularity. I like the thumbnail for Anno. It had a cool boat on it. Anno is a nerdy-ass series, <laughs> and I'm surprised that Ubisoft keeps up with good yeah, on them. It is Ubisoft, yeah, yeah. which is kind of wild. I think we all vote for Fire Emblem. Okay. I think that's a pretty obvious choice. But shout out to Wargroove. Also, if snubs, fan- snubs, XCOM. I think XCOM got snubbed this year. I think X- every year XCOM <laughs> you should think be every year forever? nominated for Were you a big strategy. XCOM 2 guy? 
I also like XCOM 2. Okay. It's fucking hard, that's what, for sure. What about that shooter? What the hell was that called? Was it a first-person shooter? No, what, was there was it, an the, X-person the Bureau shooter. The Bureau Declassified. Thank you. No, I didn't ever play Bureau Declassified. Most, not a lot of people did. I think XCOM might be, like we were talking earlier before, Elsa was like, I hate XCOM. I was like, it's one of my top three <laughs> favorite know. games ever made. <laughs> I'm on the side. I'm sorry. So <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, yeah, it is cool. I... I don't play strategy games, so I got no snubs in this one. We mentioned Andrew earlier. He's a big XCOM guy. Yes. Andrew, if you're listening, message me and tell me what you <laughs> got snubbed, and I will bring it up on our next episode. I bet he, yeah, I bet he does have opinions yeah. of this. So speaking of things I love, next up is sports. <laughs> no, it's sports and racing. It's mostly racing. Well, yeah, which, which is weird. I think it's cool. I'm into it. <laughs> I guess. I know, it is There's weird. one sports game and it's not good. Uh, yeah. Because it's fucking a slot machine? stupid ass uh, soccer. So, <laughs> all right, so best sports slash racing game for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game, because they don't make extreme sports games anymore, even though they should. Ugh, NFL, and NBA Street and NFL Street. So much fun. SSS. Awesome. Yeah, those are great. Yes. All right, so right to the point here. Nominees are Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fueled, another remake, Chris's favorite. Dirt Rally 2.0, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer 2020. Jeez, it's short in your title. Yeah, that's definitely not a name a computer came up with. F1 2019. See, there we go. That's a short title. And FIFA 20. Dirt is fun, but I got to go CTR for the best time. It's yeah, always it's, much, al- it's always a good night getting people together hate, for that wacky remakes. racer. Yeah. yeah, I have a very fond memory of that being the first game we played in this house. So yeah, I'm all right, gonna... yeah, we did. We moved in. We didn't even have furniture, and yeah. we sat and played CTR. Yep. I can't wait for it to lose to that FIFA slot machine, though. Isn't yep. that going to be great? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd say Crash Team Racing, as much as I hate remakes, it deserves it. It's fun. It's not my vote. Well, that's the thing. My vote is actually for FIFA. You I know think. what? Fuck it. I'm throwing in for Crash Team Racing. Good. I hope you guys are right. I, I think FIFA will win. I'm voting for CTR. But I'm going to throw in and say I think CTR will also win. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Have a kart racer beat all these fucking simulation games? That'd be awesome. That would be hilarious. Show the industry what's what. I don't want to play F1. Bring Burnout back, goddammit. Yeah! I agree. I played Burnout 3 last night. It's still amazing. All right, now back to the awards I care about again. Best multiplayer game, or for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game, genre, or platform. Note that this does not include local multiplayer games of any kind for whatever fucking reason. Otherwise, Smash would take it. Yeah. Honestly, I actually, you know what? I do find the omission of that a bit offensive, as most of my favorite gaming experiences and memories of the year were of things like Man of Medan and Jackbox, like, yeah, where the whole point is just get a big group of friends together in the same room and bust out some snacks and alcohol and just relentlessly scream at a television. Well, I, I was going to say Gears 5 deserves this because like, it's That's video bo- games to both. me. It is both. And you can do both at the same time. Yeah. I'd like to start a new category called uh, Most Obvious Randall's Answer for Favorite. (laughs) Smash Brothers? Um, No, I meant of the nominees. (laughs) Yeah, oh. (laughs) But without further delay, the nominations are Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99! And Tom Clancy's The Division 2, the game everybody is still endlessly talking about. I think for my personal pick, I'm going to go with the best Battle Royale game that came out this year, Apex Legends. You fucking... 
No, honestly, like, <laughs> of all the multiplayer experiences I've had this year... You gonna say Apex? I haven't really done... Just because you've played the other ones? Yeah, like, I didn't like Modern Warfare's multiplayer, really. It's uh, funny because I actually think that was the thing that game did the best. I'm honestly probably gonna say Tetris 99, even though I don't play it. It's just like, it's such a unique <laughs> it is fun idea. It's so cool. Yeah. It's such a cool idea. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more ass at Tetris <laughs> and just don't care if it ever exists. <laughs> but it is so fucking cool. It's an incredibly impressive game. It is. Game. It's kind of wild that it's only it's, it's still exclusive to just that platform. Yeah. So before you guys make jokes, I'm no shit voting for Tetris 99. To me, it's a perfect yang to Tetris effects yin. Like, it's just... Tetris as an entity has never been better, and I love it. I've for sure played that game more than any other this year. Do you have any tattoos to prove how big a Tetris fan you are? <laughs> Do you have any upcoming multi-part hot button series on how much you love this? It's funny because I don't know if we've talked at all about how much you love Tetris, but we're about to get into it uh, in a couple months. We knew months. it would come up eventually. Yeah, four, yeah. Three or four weeks worth. Yeah. But the funny thing is, though, I I still don't think it has any chance of winning. Yeah, absolutely Like, I, of these, I feel like Call of Duty will probably win, which dumb. is which is fine. So the, the multiplayer in that game is good. It, All right, it, let's get into the snubs. Okay. Halo 3. It should be <laughs> up for best multiplayer game every year until the sun consumes the earth and all the See, inner planets honestly, of the solar make, system. I'm going to make a little, I, okay. a little gesture here. Because I'm honestly just grateful for Tetris to be nominated. Like, it's an honor just to be up with all these big boys. I love well, you it. You didn't make it. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, I... I, I <laughs> Oh, um, boys. Yeah, we did it, guys. Yeah, um, we did it. It's all, it's because of me. I'm going to say, if you're going to put Borderlands 3 in here, then yeah, that opens which, up the, the door. It's the only non-competitive. That opens up the door for non-competitive multiplayer. I'm going to go ahead and say Death Stranding should be in here. Mm, it's weird. It's, that's it's interesting. It's asynchronous multiplayer, yes. but that makes that game. It does. Yeah. And, and that's why I think the experience of playing it after it's out with, with a giant community. Got, and that's I what I like, think the future progress of that game will become more geared towards. And yeah. it's and it's kind of f focused around that, yeah, too. Yeah, that is the point of the... the it, yeah. That's the underlying theme, right? That's interesting. Yeah. Also, absolutely snubbed Gears 5. Gears 5 is snubbed. Without question. Yeah. There are four fucking modes in that game, and they can all be played there with are. varying levels of Every kind. of players. Yeah. It's, there's a horde <laughs> mode, there's an escape mode, there's a co-op <laughs> multiplayer, and then there's, there's a competitive, competitive multiplayer. multiplayer. And they can all be played split screen and online or both it's, gears of war competitive multiplayer yeah. is one of the most bizarre and also cool fucking competitive yeah, it kind circus. of feels like it's of an era it which does is, not yeah. feel like it doesn't have it feel like it doesn't belong to have its own competitive scene but it, it does and it's very strong and very weird i'm also yeah. gonna throw out uh world war z did that come out this year it did come out this year and also that and i haven't played it yet but that remnant from the ashes game seemed oh, very cool that was this year as well yeah. wait what about snubbed multi what about uh wolfenstein youngblood you guys don't think uh, you no, two don't no. <laughs> Just keep that off all of this. <laughs> I'm going to say that my personal pick of this list is indeed Tetris 99. My prediction is Apex. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Personal that, for me. Uh, uh, my prediction, I think, is going to be Call of Duty. Okay. But Apex just seems very believable. My personal, well. the only one I played the most of, The Division. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing okay. the division. I still stand by those being unfortunately missing the mark on the Warframe Destiny longevity, but yeah. hitting the mark on just a fun action shooter game. Mm -hmm. 
as far as what I think's gonna win, I fucking no idea, dude. <laughs> it's hard. We're, we're we're disconnected from this world. I think Apex probably just yeah. throw me in the Apex boat. Yeah. It it made a big splash. Yeah, it made a big splash in fucking March or whenever the hell that came out. So now we're going to pivot to the section where we are all going to sound like grumpy old men. I definitely will, at least, anyway. I don't know about you guys. Because this is the eSports part of the awards. Woo! I mean, you sk- did you skip one? Best no. content creators, not an eSport award. Uh, they're all streamers. I, I, I lumped it together. Okay. I have very few notes for these, so let's just uh, dive right in. So, in fact, so we'll, we'll we start talk- with content creators. We talked about it on a break. I don't think we're going to do predictions for any of these. No. We don't know enough. The only one left that we're going to make predictions on probably is best esports game, I'd say. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I do the the event one I kind of care about, but not so much in a the prediction event sense. One, yeah, but I don't know enough about the other ones. It's I don't want to get ahead of it, but it's Evo. It is Evo. It's always going to be it Evo. Is Evo. They but have it, to put Evo in there every year. It's never going to win, and they're fucking wrong. They're so wrong. The production Evo is yeah. the coolest video it game is. event of, of all time. So let's get into content creators first, or as I call it, these, League might give it a fucking these five funny, white guys. <laughs> I think they renamed this category. I think we talked about this before. Trending Gamer of the Year. Yeah, there's a bit of a Madden curse associated. Trending straight into exploiting your audience for money, cheating on your wife, and filming people in bathrooms. Yeah. Be, so, and also Greg Miller. So, uh, yeah, so <laughs> Greg Miller's obviously <laughs> a cool dude. <laughs> he was probably the last respectable person to win this category. In the past, they nominated people like Jeff Gersman and Danny O'Dwyer for this award. Now it seems kind of more focused on, um, yeah, on Let's Players. Previous winners include knockouts like Boogie and Dr. Disrespect and probably like John Tron or PewDiePie or something. I don't it know. is disrespectful to film people while they're peeing. He's got um, that character nailed. I so, I don't know how familiar you, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. so I don't know how familiar you guys are with this. Austin, you're probably a little bit more deeper, have a deeper knowledge of this than me. But I'm going to read these off. This is for Content Creator of the Year or for a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the industry in 2019. It is their aliases first and then their full names after. Courage or Jack Dunlop, Dr. Lupo or Benjamin Lupo, Ewok or Salil Wheeler. I think that is that the kid that won mm-hmm. the Fortnite tournament. How do you pronounce that? Greg. Greg or David Martinez and Shroud Michael, I don't know how to pronounce that last name. He recently left Twitch for a mixer. Gressic? Gressic, yeah. Of these, I feel like Shroud is probably going to be the winner because I know who he is. I don't know. It's tough. So here's the thing. I know who Courage is, and I know who Shroud are. Both of them are CSGO players. Uh Shroud is, allow me to get a little personal here, Kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, you told me about... Every time I've tuned into a stream, he has been a little bit too sexist for my tastes. When you told me he was He's like... talking about women Yeah, when you told me he was way. like categorizing and rating female streamers... I wouldn't say on... rating, but people were like, you should date this person. He was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Like that kind of it's, stuff. He sounds like an asswipe. Yeah. Courage. I've watched a couple. He is a member of a content group called 100 Thieves, who are CSGO and Call of Duty players. They have your typical YouTube stuff. We tasted the hottest pepper in the world. Watch us spit up for 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah. His videos are okay. They're kind of funny. He seems like a cool dude. Okay. And the production values are fucking through the roof oh, on good. their stuff. Then, then I would hope uh, that he wins. So then. if yeah. 
if I got to pick one of these five people, I'm going with Courage because he's the only one who I've ever watched content from that I enjoyed. Okay. Did that little for, kid really name himself Ewok? For predictions? I hope Disney comes after him. <laughs> I would say Shroud because he is very popular. Next to Ninja is probably the most popular streamer in the world. Yeah. The other three are Fortnite-focused people. So if this is a fan-voted category, I honestly have no idea how it's going to shake out. Because okay. these Shroud is probably like the person targeted more at us. He's broken and, through in a way that I know who he is. And like it's, the other three are very kid-focused. See, I, I know, I know I was how gonna, many kids watch. I knew I was going to sound like a fucking ignorant old man. I um, think I'm not talking. Yeah. We don't have to predict anything. I uh, shout out to Courage, a.k.a. Jack Dunlop. That that dude seems all right. Okay, cool. For not being in a, a, like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and the other ones are fine. They, they, sure. They make, I don't know. kid-focused content. It's not for me. It's I'm not trying to be presumptuous. I hope that the... And Shroud seems like a kind of a douche, but people like that, so whatever. All right, so next up we're going to do eSports Game of the Year. This is for a game that has delivered the best overall eSports experience to players, inclusive of tournaments, community sport, and content updates, irrespective of genre or platform. Our nominations are Counter-Strike Global Offensive, or CSGO, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. Me personally, you know, I'm an Overwatch player. That's probably what I would vote for. I would say something like a Fortnite has the best chance of winning, considering the content creators that were nominated. I don't, take. I don't think so. Fortnite, no? bad esports game. Yeah. I mean, the nature of it being battle... a battle royale game makes it hard to watch. Exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. It makes it hard to watch. It makes it hard to, like, be the most skillful player and win because it all depends on, like, where you drop. And I guess you can, technically, but I watched a PUBG tournament once and it was a fucking nightmare to watch. <laughs> I mean, the RNG um, is a huge factor yeah. of this, for sure. I'd say my vote goes either Overwatch or... They put a lot of production into the Overwatch League. Yeah, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I don't I'm, know, because obviously Counter-Strike is super fucking popular, so is League and Dota. Like, yeah. I'm personally going to say Dota 2, because as much as I love playing Overwatch, I don't even like playing Dota 2, but I have still watched the International. It is mm-hmm. the most sports a video game can get, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I, I haven't watched League of Legends. I've watched the International. I like... Valve's production of that more than I like Riot's production of League stuff. I've never watched the League stuff, but personally I'd say Dota 2, because I don't even like that game, but like the commentators for that shit do such a good job of explaining it to people who don't understand the game. Like They're that's cool. They're really good at it. What I think is going to win, I'm, I'm going to say League. Alright, yeah. yeah. That seems like a fair bet. Next we're going to do Esports Event. Wait, what were your votes? Overwatch is my personal choice, and uh, I voted for Fortnite. Fortnite. What'd you vote for, Chris? I'll just say Overwatch. Okay. So, me and Austin already alluded to this earlier. We have a very clear winner, but we're going to still read this off. Esports event. Recognizing a singular event across single or multiple days that delivered a best-of-class experience for participants, in-person fans, and the broadcast audience. We have the 2019 Overwatch League Grand Finals, EVO 2019, Fortnite World Cup, IEM Katowice 2019. What is that centered around? Do you know? Not a clue. Okay. I can look it up, though. And the League of Legends World Championship. Oh, and sorry, the International 2019. As you mentioned, our picks are for Evo. It never wins. CSGO. 
I am okay. Cataway. That makes CSGO. sense. That that aligns with everything. Yep. I think what will win is probably the international, but my vote is for Evo. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing predictions for this one because anything, I'm just gonna be mad at anything that's not Evo. <laughs> Evo is the literally the coolest video game event anybody's yeah, ever played. Yeah, it is really cool. <laughs> just the fact that there's it's it's a whole weekend and it's it's every fighting game. Yeah. Is I think. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah, they do a good job with the production of that too. They make mm-hmm. it really fun to watch those streams and everything. So I'm gonna just shoot through these next few categories. We're not gonna make our personal. I'm not gonna make any comments at all. Yeah, no comments, you. predictions. But I don't here we care go. about any of these people. <laughs> yeah, especially because there's no Smash uh, hosts on. Yeah, this that's one. my only commentary is that there's of, of all the hosts and players, there's no fighting game people at all, and mm-hmm. that's kind of upsetting. That is upsetting. They're yeah. typically some of the best. Esports yeah, they they always have the highest energy. They don't yeah. take it too seriously, but they're descriptive and super funny. And yeah. yeah, esports host the best host or commentator of esports events, both in venue and or broadcast in 2019, irrespective of game or language. We have what the fuck kind of name is that? Yeah. Hey, just so you know, behind the scenes, I gave you the out to not read any of these. <laughs> you did, and you fucking said no. You want me to, you want me, you want me to take a look at it? Yeah. Best esports player is what you're doing? No, I'm doing hosts. Host. Okay. Best esports hosts. I think it's Effie Skaz Deport Terror. <laughs> That's that chick. She's a Dota 2 announcer. She's very good. Okay. Alex Machine Richardson, Paul Redeye, Shalonair, Alex Golden Boy Mendez, another good one, and Duan Candice Yushuang. Yes. Um, it's actually women in this category, unlike the content creator one. Yep. Uh, she is very good at her job. Good, good. Let's do esports coach, or the esports coach judged to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2019. All right. Let's get through these fucking names. You want to read these? I'll read them all. All right. Eric Andren Hogg, CSGO. Nuri Kane Jang, League of Legends. Fabian Grabs Lohman, League of Legends. Kim Koma Jung Yun, League of Legends. Tichuan <laughs> Shashka Merlaz, Dota 2. Danny Zonic Sorensen, CSGO. Cool. Your man, team. We're going to do player and then team. Okay. This is for the esports player judged to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2019, irrespective of game. Okay. We got Kyle Bugga Gearsdorf, Fortnite. <laughs> Lee Faker Sang Hyuk, League of Legends. Luca Perks Perkovic, League of Legends. Alexander Simple Kostulev, CSGO. <laughs> And Jay Sinatra won Overwatch. I've only heard of one of them. So, All right. Next up is eSports team. Recognizing an individual sports team judged the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2019. Okay. I like that they include conduct. That is... Australis, CSGO, G2 eSports, League of Legends, OG, Dota 2, the San Francisco Shock, Overwatch League, and Team Liquid, CSGO. Cool. Now that we got through all that, let's take care of our bonus award first before the big two. Do you guys know this one? No. So this category actually went up for voting early, and now I can't find the description, but it basically is a fan poll for what audience's favorite game was of the year of the past five years. Oh, yeah. The last five winners. Yeah. Uh, The last five game of the year winners since the show started in 2014. Mm -hmm. The previous selections were... In 2014, Dragon Age Inquisition. In 2015, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. In 2016, Overwatch. In 2017, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 
And last year in 2018, God of War. My personal choice is Overwatch. It's probably one of my most played games of all time. I think making a, a team shooting game accessible in that way where everyone kind of feels important and you know unless is, you just pick a sniper and you suck <laughs> and then you just like, won't switch like you just won't switch is, and like you just won't play a big dick I, I think it's like you know what I mean like you just want to sit in the back and just be like oh it's geometry I'm just shooting arrows like but you're just like a fucking dick like just quit like just delete the game but bro. I think it's something bro, be... just delete it bro <laughs> I think bro it... play objective bro <laughs> I think it has something to be recognized, that world and those characters. Um, bro, why are you a tank, bro? We got two tanks, bro! <laughs> My bet is, for winner, I think is going to be Breath of the Wild. My personal pick is Breath of the Wild. Such a it's good game. It's a toss-up between that and God of War, but I think I'm in the moment right now. My body's saying, my mind is saying Breath of the Wild, so Breath of the Wild. And I'm going to say Prediction Witcher. Okay. I think that's a good bet. What do you think, Chris? Personally, it's a toss. I love Overwatch. It's such an incredible game. Yeah, this is hard for you because of all these games, I've actually know that you, on this podcast, have been very open about your love for Witcher 3 Overwatch and Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, gorgeous. Great game to get lost in. It's got to be Witcher 3, though, for me. Yeah, that game is just phenomenal. It is an absolute snapshot in what fantasy RPG action should be in every single way. Do you think it's going to take it as well? It's an incredible narrative. It's an absolutely astonishing looking game. It's got a great aesthetic. It's got great gameplay. I don't think it's going to take it though. Yeah. It's not forgettable, but like I don't think it has the same clout that some of the other games have. Mm. I fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Overwatch will take it just because it's like I don't think they would give it to a multiplayer game. It's the outlier of these because it, it is this ongoing experience that... Also, let's take some time to just say that Dragon Age Inquisition does not deserve that to be... That is the a, most forgettable it, game on here. Does not deserve to be with these other Good four. Good game, but not... Well, no. 2014 yeah. was a little bit of a... Yeah. Yeah. It's but like, when you... What, like, if you, Destiny. But if you... Like, the funny thing about Dragon Age Inquisition is, like, it got its ass kicked a year later with Witcher 3. Yeah. And same with, like, I, I mean, don't know, I looking at something like God of War and stuff. Yeah. It's a fine game. It's just not... It's not these other four. Yeah, it's not these other four. Breath of the Wild. Just put me down. Yeah. It's between Breath of the Wild and Witcher. I just think Breath of the Wild had more of like a wider audience impact than Witcher did. I can agree. But I know that like there are so many people that were so just personally touched by where certain story threads of that game went. Oh, The Witcher? Yeah. Oh, I absolutely think it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's fucking astonishing. I've talked personally about how the stories and the gameplay has affected me. Like... I just I don't I just don't know if it has like the reach to win this far out of its release. Makes me feel shallow for going for the game with the biggest reach, but that was the one that touched me and the people around me. And Breath of the Wild's way. incredible. It's fucking ten. Oh, out of I was 10. talking about Overwatch. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. I thought you made your vote. <laughs> oh no, my vote is Breath of the Wild for what I think will win. But I just more mean like to me, oh, it's no. like Overwatch is a stop. Yeah, it's like of all these games, it's the one that I have the most memories with the people around me. Like it's it's an astonishing game. Yeah, you know, like. But bro, like, I why just get I, off a DPS, bro? Like, you just keep, you just keep teleporting behind enemy line with fucking Sombra and dying, bro. You have no health. You there just is, get hit and it's run, like, dude. Of all the games that have come out, like I, other than maybe like Rock Band or Smash, like I don't think there is another game that I've I have gotten to experience with everyone in some way. Like it's like that game came out now 
over three years ago, and we still play it nightly. I might play it tonight when I go home. I haven't like, played it in a it, long time. It's just like there's... If somebody gifts it to me on Steam, I'll play with y'all. Battle.net. It's not on Steam, you fucking noob. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's on Battle.net. <laughs> somebody buy it for me. <laughs> Anybody? Dude, I'll buy it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay you guys back him. in uh, $1 increments over the next, what is it, 40 days, 30 days? How much is it? Yeah. <laughs> if we wait for Black Friday, it might be like 10 bucks. <laughs> and now we are on to the biggies. You guys ready? Yep. Game Direction, awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Our nominees are Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and Outer Wilds, not the Outer Worlds, surprisingly enough. I don't know who wants to go first. I'll go first. Okay. Remember how I said that Control, Outer Worlds, and Death Stranding all deserve to be in one of the three big categories? Yeah. Death Stranding deserves game direction, I think. Uh, to me, it's the definition of having a director. Yes. I couldn't agree more. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, at the helm. So m- my choice is also Death Stranding. Is that our votes for winners, though? Ooh. Um, Oof. Personal pick for direction? <sighs> Control and Resident Evil seem less divisive, even Outer Worlds and Sekiro. I think that for Sekiro's game- got a cool... It's the most narrative of the From Software games. Like, openly narrative. Like, yeah. where it actually, like, expresses exposition and has, like... That's cool. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it has, like... A, it's a much more accessible story. It's not like Dark Souls where you're just like, what am I? I'm a guy who dies over and over again? But you don't even know that unless you ask, like, a guy who's in an alley 10 feet, like, from, like, a hidden door. <laughs> I'm gonna... But, like... I'm going to say Death Stranding for both, my personal pick and for what I think will win. I 100% yeah. agree. It is, yep. You said it right. It's the definition of what it means yeah. to have a guy. He's that, every other fucking credit in the that, opening intro. That, that, he like, is. Well, that's why Like when I read it off and it was just said, like, vision, that game is the definition of vision. Yes. Like, yeah, it is clearly... An argument could like, be made for Sekiro. Yeah. Because Maybe. Miyazaki, that game He's is He's also Miyazaki. just as hands-on yes. with... From software's titles is really okay. That's good. But to it's know, not man. called Miyazaki's uh, <laughs> Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. This yeah. is called Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding. It is yeah. the definition of direction, in, and it's also well directed too. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a cool looking narrative uh, style. So before we get into the last category, even though we seem pretty united on the front of, of Death Stranding, kind of being celebrated for its direction. It does go without saying that it's like Death Stranding is a very divisive game, and it's it's one of those things where I, I kind of completely understand if it clicks with certain people and just completely bounces off others, mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard to put into words how that game makes me feel, mm-hmm. especially because I know neither of us have finished it. I know Chris hasn't played it, really. It kind of turns expectations of what we know video games to be on its head. And if Death Stranding wins this, there will be just as many people celebrating it as there will be fucking angry about it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a shame in that it's like we cut a cold open from our previous episode where we were talking about Death Stranding. And it was just sort of about how Death Stranding is a very easy game to make fun of on the surface. It's just sort of something to be experienced. And instead, it's now become this sort of cult game that of now kind of forefronting the contrarian Olympics of just like race to tell people how fucking aggressively annoying and frustrating and stupid and boring this game is. All I can say is that it's like I've never played anything like it. It's kind of a bummer that there are 
so many people against it because I, as much as it maybe doesn't deliver on some of the things that people want it to, it's meant to be a, a, an incredibly a, uplifting thing. You know, I follow Kojima and stuff on different social media platforms, and it's like he's an interesting figure, but he's not a shit talker. Mm-hmm. If it's one thing Kojima isn't, he's not a fucking shit talker. All he does all day is try and elevate other creators and other people that are just, you know, he's just like, I like this band, I like this writer, I like this director, I like this game. And it's kind of funny because that is sort of the central thing of what Death Stranding is. A lot of people can call it pretentious and a lot of people can call it lame and maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. It's too scatterbrained to be pretentious. It's very scatterbrained. Yeah. But I think in 2019, it's kind of like what I need and what I yeah. want. Like, like it's. There are the group of people out there who hate it, and half of them just want to be a part of the meme, and half of them love Metal Gear and wanted another Metal Gear. They wanted another action game. And it's not that. Yeah. Oh, well, man. Yeah. But I think that the from the people like Chris, who said he's not really interested in playing it, but like the thing that you will very often hear from people who either played it and did not enjoy it or just looked at it and were like, that's not the game for me. Oh, uh, and, I, and similar, I totally get it. Yeah. A similar sentiment you hear from all of them is, but I'm glad that it got made. Yeah. That's absolutely that my is. sentiment. Yeah. Is I love Kojima. I completely agree with you on every front. He seems like the kind of guy that's like, I made a million dollars and I want to buy all my friends a car. But, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, he is absolutely a contender for one of our, you know, biography episodes we, we've been like tossing around in our it, own personal yeah. conversations. Imagine if we had the power and reach to sort of elevate all of the people that we wish were more deserving of the art that they created. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was just like, I like this band. I think more people should listen to this band. I like this I'll actor. Make a game. And, yeah. Like yeah. I like this actor. I think more people should be able to see, you know, the emotions that they can convey. It's like that's, it's kind of incredible. Like, uh, yeah. Like it's. It is, and I agree. Like, like Austin just said, it's something I'm not immediately interested in playing. If you just look at it off the bat, I've watched all you guys play it, and it seems cool. I think I'd be more content with watching an exposition dump than I would be putting in <laughs> I the get work. That too, yeah. Because I'm very interested in the story, and I love world building and lore is one of my favorite hobbies and one of my favorite interests and that seems like a very cool world build so i'm really into that and i absolutely love kojima's aesthetic yeah like i love the idea of these like weird you know transcendent creatures <laughs> and i love the weird whole fucking people if you don't burn the bodies they explode <laughs> like, I, I love all yeah. that weird shit and i there like, are mechanics I'm, that only a madman yeah, would come up I'm with interested in that but yeah. I don't, as we talk about increasingly, increasingly as we get older and we have less time to play yeah. video games, it's not something I want to put my 50 hours into. I totally off the get bat. it. Yeah. However, like Austin said, fuck yes. Yeah. I'm glad that we can spend all that money yeah. to do something like that. And it was, and it's crazy because Death Training is born out of a controversy. Like, the only yeah. reason that game exists is because of the conflict between Konami and Kojima. Mm-hmm. It's like, to me, Silent Hills is the game I've always wanted that I'll never get, and then Death Stranding kind of rose out of the ashes of that game. Yeah. Coco But that's a slot machine company? <laughs> Pachinko, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pachinko mm-hmm. machines. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's like it's hard to put into words. Like a lot of the games that I've experienced this year that were super close to me with things like when I was talking about After Party and Blair Witch, it's just like it made me realize like I'm just not 
super interested in experiencing things alone anymore. Like, I, I like playing games with people and talking about games with people, and Death Stranding is one of those games. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like, I don't even really care if people like it or don't like it. I, I just enjoy the discourse around it. It's Perfect. something to be experienced. Perfect way to frame this. Well, I was playing it last night. I spent like 40 minutes getting a road built. Yeah, me and game. Chelsea did the same thing. I was thing. building yeah. a road. And then I logged into it today, and it, there's a little thing on the, a feed on the side that says like this person liked your structure or whatever, and it, it just lit up with like this <laughs> with person is using the road that you helped rebuild. This yeah. person is using, and like I smiled. Yeah, you affected somebody else's game. Yeah, yeah. Like and so, it's like maybe looking from the outside in, being like, oh. The game might be a little tedious, and the walking, the balancing the thing might be. I think the idea is that after time, it becomes less tedious. Yeah. But it's that's like, the irony of having I reviewers. I wouldn't cover have had that moment of, all the, of me putting people. the work in to build that road, and all those people using that road. If it wasn't as tedious to walk everywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like the people who play in the beginning are sort of like the pioneers, like. If, yeah. You know, you play Death Stranding. If it continues and has a great community, like months from now. The game might be 10 hours shorter because you could just make it places you faster. Might, yeah, you, you might very I mean? well be right. Or yeah. maybe like 10 years from now, it's fucking Minecraft and everybody <laughs> fucking has just like built cities and yeah. like out of like it's, it becomes like an arc resource gathering game or something. <laughs> I can picture it transitioning to something like that because it, of how yeah. the mechanics are. The, the laid, little laid victories out. in that game somehow feel so rewarding. And, yeah. and I didn't think that was something that I would be able to feel mm -hmm. anymore. With um, that said, Fortnite Baby Game is here! <laughs> Nah, just kidding. <laughs> but lastly, uh, here we are, the moment you've all been waiting for, the 2019 if you skipped ahead. Game of the Year. Yes. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Are you guys ready? Let's start with the snubs. Start with the snubs? Before the nominees. Okay, yeah, I kind of like that idea. Yeah. Okay. What Bob is you, snub. Yeah, <laughs> Bob is you, absolutely snub. Unfortunately, such a small-scale and arguably not mainstream genre puzzle, i.e., I would never, ever make it there. But I agree. <laughs> I think it, yeah. is, it should have at least a nod for yes, Game of the absolutely. Year. absolutely. I agree, too. I find it very weird, I think, that Apex didn't get in. Not that I want it to. Mm. I personally think that Devil May Cry 5 was snubbed. Sure. I don't know anybody that experienced anything other than enjoyment from that game. Yeah. Gree got in a lot of nominations and that, you know. I actually think it's weird. Yeah, it, despite what you said about it, it's it's funny that Outer Wilds is not. Outer Wilds is the obvious snub. Yeah. To a lot of people. Not to not us. the three of us, but, but to yeah. a lot of people. It's funny. I I think Plants vs. Zombies uh, Battle for Neighborville. <laughs> Did you, like, Google <laughs> yeah. most forgettable game of 20-fucking-19? Um... <laughs> We'll get into the nominees. I actually think that this is a very good collection of high-profile games. I yeah. think this is a very good selection yeah. of games. I agree. Bob is you is my only standout snub, I think. Bob is you is, is a standout snub for me, and it's weird because I mentioned this earlier when I was talking about multiplayer games and talking about narrative. It's it, things like After Party and Man of Medan, and even Jackbox. Like, the, like they're all things that just to me was like when I think about the our group of friends and the experiences that we had in 2019 they're very ubiquitously tied to those titles because like i have enough self-awareness to go like hey I, I played a lot of tetris 99 i don't i don't think that's that's up for game of the year i don't even think it should but it's just something i played i think that just from a from mentioning all of those games and we don't have to get into it too much but baba's you is just like 
it's like Chris said, it's, I'd almost it's, recommend it to anyone. It's the best puzzle game that's been made since, since the Portal, Portal games. Yeah. yeah, it is the closest to like. I don't want to say perfect, but the closest to a perfect video game that I've played this year. Yeah. Just yeah. in terms of design yeah. and and mechanics. And I'd say it's arguably more perfect than it's perfect anything th- it's else. It's perfect on this list. than a lot of my favorite games of the year because I can find things wrong with them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I the list there's of There's not a lot there's, there's that's, yeah. That's what makes it unique. It's like what do you want to find wrong with it? There's not a lot to it. But what there is to it is seemingly an infinite pool of yeah, like joy and just uh, or worth. It seems like yeah. you can pull a lot more good out of what the simplicity of the game is than you can negative. Like, it's it's accomplishment. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. But here we go. These are the six titles up for Game of the Year 2019. We have Control from Remedy and 505 Games, Death Stranding from Kojima Productions and SIE, Resident Evil 2 from Capcom. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice from From Software and Activision. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate from Sora, Bandai Namco, and Nintendo. And The Outer Worlds from Obsidian and Private Division. I don't know. Who wants to go first? I can go first. You want to go first? Yeah. Personally, out of these games, the one I've played the most and probably enjoyed the most, the the good times I've had, parties and galore, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That warms my heart. Yeah. Just playing at your house with, like, a group of people, playing at my house with my roommate who's very good, and (laughs) just getting beaten by him over and over again, playing with our friend Jason, you know. It's just a game that's fun to play. That's it. It's a video game. Yeah. Hey, play a couple rounds of Smash one night? Yeah, uh, fucking A. It's fun. It's it's the party stopper. Out of all these, it is absolutely the most video game video game. However, I don't think it's game of the year. (laughs) Sure. My vote for what I think will win is absolutely The Outer Worlds. Yeah. I think it will take Game of the Year. I think Obsidian deserves it. I think they made a nice, an accessible version of what this genre is. Of what, is. like, Bethesda-style yes. open-world games should be. Those yeah. Bethesda-style open-worlds almost have their own type of subgenre within action RPGs. And I think this is the most... Not even as streamlined, because it is streamlined. It's just the most rounded, polished version of what this could be. Yeah. I love simplistic ammo system. I love the aesthetic is bizarre in a way that like is charming. It's like halfway between like pulp sci-fi and <laughs> like post-apocalyptic. I like the writing, obviously. I had a lot of fun with it. It plays extremely well because notoriously, like, Fallout 3, go fucking back and play the game. Like, the shooting is garbage, <laughs> dog. Yeah. It fucking feels like shit. It, was, it, is, it is not a first-person shooter. It is a first-person game where you have firearms. Yeah, it, came, yeah. it, came, it feels like it came out over <laughs> ten years ago. You know? Like, and this game feels incredible. It feels fun to play. Yeah. Decisions feel cool. World is well built. It absolutely deserves game of the year. Yeah. So that's what you think is going to win? That's what I think is going to win okay. and I think deserves to win. My personal pick, what I would say my game of the year is Smash Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Out of these lists, yeah. I would say my game of the year is a toss up between Master Chief Collection and XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to go next or you want me to go next? I can go next just because I actually I feel similarly in a lot of ways. Okay. So this is a little bit of a cheat, obviously, because like Chris, Smash Brothers Ultimate is the thing that has brought all the people around me together in a way that like is just undeniable 
Like mm-hmm. uh, the camaraderie around that game, it's celebration of over 30 years of video games, everything from its character roster to the stages, the items, the music. There is something for everyone, like all of the franchises and stories that are represented in something just so centralized. And the fact that it is targeted to be enjoyed by young children and competitive adults With the exception of the map that's the platform map that keeps moving. (laughs) I fucking hate that. The fact that it is eight fucking players and that it is the thing that made all of us sign up for Nintendo Online. You know, it's, it's just like... It's the first season pass of something I've purchased in multiple years, and every time a Nintendo Direct comes around, I'm obsessed with the idea of, like, who's coming next. You know, like, it's goddamn Smash Brothers. But, like, you know, I do acknowledge that it came out last year. and that, Yeah, what's your—that's what I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you, but obviously out of this list, you pick Smash Brothers. Out of this list, I pick Smash Brothers. Overall, though. It's a toss-up between— Like, things that aren't included on Resident Evil 2 and After Party. Both of those games I directly experienced with people that I am very close to because Resident Evil 2 is, you mentioned before, what I think a remake should be. And that game is fun and terrifying and and I have such a soft spot for horror and the way that game is paced and everything. And After Party is a game that narratively and in terms of its writing is something that spoke to me in a very personal way. And I know a lot of people have been talking about how 2019 is, you know, they're like, ah, I don't know about this year for games. And it's like the fact that I got three that mean that much to me is still incredibly rewarding. Okay. My bet for what I think will win is also Outer Worlds, and I'm okay with that. Same. Yeah, like, it's a great game. And the fact that they focused on... That Obsidian finally got to like really put all of their attention into things that matter to them and matter to the people that play their games, that they got to dial it back a little bit and make that a more focused experience is important too. I've heard a lot of people compare that game to the equivalent of being like a warm blanket, and I find it funny that Bethesda, a company that prides itself on kind of creating this grand experience, got outshadowed by a studio like that. (laughs) A studio they once hired to help them make a better game. Yeah, like at the time, it almost felt like Fallout New Vegas was like an afterthought. And New New Vegas is the best Fallout, by the way. (laughs) To go on my rant about Outer Worlds, the thing that I love the most about, and I haven't, I'm actually not that far into that game, but the thing I love the most about it was just that Obsidian is a very weird studio. Obsidian makes things like, I believe they made Pillars of Eternity? Yeah. They made Alpha Protocol. They made the South Park game. Yeah. The Stick of so Truth. They were a far awesome. higher studio. They made yeah. South Park Stick of Truth. Uh, they made Fallout New Vegas. They made KOTOR 2. Right. And all of these games, yeah. and all of these games had a lot of problems. And for the longest time, they kind of got lumped in with Bethesda, in that like they make buggy games, but the games they make are good. And then you have something like Pillars of Eternity, which is like an isometric thing, and it's just like whatever. That's an easy game to make. And the fact that they came out finally, and they were just like, "We're doing our own version of Fallout." And they blew Bethesda out of the goddamn <laughs> water yeah. and made one yeah. of the most polished and well-written yeah. games. Dude, do you think they're trembling in their fucking shoes with Starfield and Elder I Scrolls 6? I think about the fact that yeah. you just brought that up. It's almost like they were like, we don't make buggy games. Watch this. Yeah. 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 It was almost like this weird thing where like, people, every time I talk to somebody about the Outer Worlds, are like, well, it is Obsidian. And I was like, what does that mean? You've never yeah. seen them make a game that wasn't either niche like Pillars of Eternity or for hire where they were probably on a really strict deadline. Yeah. 
Hell, they um, like things which, like South way, Park's changed publishers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was celebrated. Like Stick of Truth also celebrated. Yeah. Fucking Vol New Vegas celebrated. Kotor two celebrated. You know what I mean? Even if they are for hire and yeah. somehow thrown it. Like, and then but then they must have known that that was like their reputation. They're like, we'll fucking show you, dude, because yeah. we can make a goddamn video game and we can outperform some of the giants of the industry. They made better video games this year. Then people like Ubisoft and Activision and and EA I bet it, you know and what and I bet it cost less. It probably did. Yeah. And like and the fact that they gave that fucking game away practically for free. Yeah. And well, it's yeah, on, on Game Pass. Well, yeah. Microsoft bought them. That's why I know. It's on game I know. Pass, but I know. Like, but still, it's wild. Yeah. And but, to be honest, not kind of under the radar. It had like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. But it kind of like just kind of like mellowed out middle of the pack, and then as soon as it came out. It doesn't have the advertising push yeah. behind it. That yeah. yeah. So on to my picks. I know. Any game with a shrink ray. It's not control. <laughs> Let's no. just get that out of the Which way is right a, now. It does do some cool things, just like Sekiro does too, and Death Stranding. So Smash Brothers is not this year, technically, although it is this Game Awards. That's the only reason that I'm able to pioneer Resident Evil 2 the way that I And am. Smash also wasn't my favorite game of the year last year. It's weird because Melee is one of the most important games to me of all time, and I'm like reluctant to say that I think Smash Brothers is not only the best fighting game and the best Smash Brothers game, but it's probably my favorite thing that Nintendo has produced in forever. There's just so much care. It's not Sekiro, and unfortunately I have not played enough of the Outer wa- Worlds. To you almost me. did it. I almost did it. <laughs> you caught yourself. I'm torn between Death Stranding, RE2, and Smash for my personal pick. Yeah. You know what the best part is? There's no fucking wrong answer. I know. They're great goddamn games. You know what? Fuck it. My personal pick is Death Stranding. Whoa! I will update everybody Woo! if that changes as I get further into the game. Same here. I can't wait to like finish it and then come back on the podcast weeks from now and be like, this fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but like... I believe they sent a bomb to my house when you beat the game. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> That game is something else, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I have had more fun discussing that game with people than I have had playing any video game this year, Yeah, and that is why it is my pick, even though I haven't finished it. Yeah, either. no, that's solid. As for what I think will win, I think you guys might be right with the Outer Worlds, but I'm going to go rogue and pick something different just in case. All right, all right. Um, he's going to do it. He's going to pick Control, dude. He's going to do it. If it's Control... <laughs> I'm going to say Control. Oh. You were not saying I think it was a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's either... Con- if mm. I'd be mad if... Uh, the only reason I'd be mad... If Resi 2 won, and that means that, you know, like, 7 I didn't, don't I'd think, be bummed. But, like, Control I don't is, think Resident Evil's going to win. I would think I would I only be mad don't. if Control won. I'm okay of with these, the rest yeah. of these. <laughs> You know what? In that vein, I don't want Control to win. I'm going to try to will it. I'm going to say Smash. Okay. I'm going to say I think Fucking A. I think Smash will be the winner. All right. We will find out, won't we? Yes, we will. And you guys will find out with us on I guess next week's episode. Yes. We're recording um, this a little far in advance of the Game Awards. I think Randy mentioned this last week we'll have an episode covering what won. We'll break down who out of us won with our predictions, yes. and then we'll also go over some of the announcements yes. that will inevitably happen there. Yeah. But that is the Game Awards for now. We shall see, of course, uh, as Austin said, how we do in the next couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. uh, luckily, you guys only have to wait a few days after the live ceremony. We got a while. 
Um, find out. Does it mention this now? So we record these podcasts, obviously, like I said, a little bit in advance. Yeah. Good luck, Jason. The Game Awards one all is going to be very interesting because our episodes come out on Friday, and the Game Awards is a Thursday night. Yeah. So... Our episode for that, we're going to record it as soon as we possibly can and get it up. It will not be out that Friday. It probably, yeah, it will not yeah. be out the next day on the 13th. We won't yes. say what day. It'll be contingent on how fast we record it. Yeah. If you're we, very... We may try and shoot for the 16th on Monday or something like that. Don't make any any date promises, period. We'll okay. just get if it out as I'll soon as we this, can. I'll say this. If you are interested We'll tell them to be on the lookout. And when it'll come out. Keep an eye on our social media. Yeah. yeah. We will announce it there. Yeah. And we will get deep into the announcement of the winners and get into the cool shit that the event itself yep. will present. Now, as I mentioned before on the previous episode, I'll mention again now that the show itself is on Thursday, the 12th of December. It's streaming on almost everything. It will be on YouTube and Twitch and Mixer and Xbox, PlayStation. It should be easy to find. It's free. Watch the whole thing. I do hear Green Day is playing. You can even watch it on your yeah. Switch, but it's all me's. They're going to be Green Day me's. <laughs> I don't know. So I, the last thing I'm going to say is that I, I do enjoy the Game Awards. Like, I know award shows for the most part are dumb, but I do think Jeff Keighley's mission to legitimize games to be respected on the degree that film and television are is a, is a noble cause. Yeah. If a movie receives the Academy Award for Best Picture, then it is largely considered to be the movie of that year. Game of the Year awards, however, seem to be much more separated with every individual source having their own thing. And I do feel that centralizing them all into one unified entity does make for a bigger understanding to those maybe outside of interest, you know? Mm -hmm. But we will be back for the holidays. If, uh, Austin, you want to toss up some pitches there, I think that's uh, yeah. So all of our thoughts. Thanks for listening. Hopefully this isn't your first time listening because we do have a part one to this. If you missed that, you can go back and listen. Uh, you can find all of our episodes, including the future episodes, including our recap of what actually wins after the fact. You can go to hotbuttoncast.com. That's our website. That's where all of our podcasts are hosted. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. I'm sure we're on all those apps. I haven't checked them all, but I think they all pull from iTunes. So, And you can also find our social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at hotbuttoncast. There's also links to those on the website. Keep an eye on that if you're interested at all in the follow-up to this episode because, yes. like I said, we don't exactly know when it'll be done, but we will keep everybody updated on yeah. our progress with it through social media. We'll get it so. up as quick as we can, and then the week after, we'll be back to our normal uh, yes. you know, story-covering research. And... I think that is it. Yeah. Bye. Take care. Bye.